I'm very excited to share this recording with you guys, which happened at our conference, sasopen.com, with over 100 speakers, all founders of B2B SaaS companies. We have a very high bar for what speakers share on stage, so you're going to enjoy this episode where we dive deep into revenue graphs, real tactics, and real growth metrics. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hello, friends and family. It's quite a big audience right now, but I hope I can delight you with this presentation. So, what I will be showing you is next 20 minutes, I will go through the partnership types you can have as a SaaS company. I will show you uh, how to do the evaluation because wrong partnership can hurt you quite, quite badly as well. And I will back up my words with some results. So, let's get it started. Does it work? Yes, it does. So this is our revenue chart. Um, I marked two spots with these purple arrows. The first arrow is representing when we kicked off first type of partnerships, which is affiliate marketing. And the second one is the biggest integration we did so far. So let's start with these Types. So we've got affiliate marketers. You can consider it, is it really a partnership? But in fact it is. But it is a partnership between SaaS company and a person. The person has the audience. The person has a following. And he is willing to monetize the following by reviewing your product. And it is great to start with it at the very beginning because the setup is really easy and it doesn't cost you Anything really. It's like 100 bucks for a software that will track uh, commissions, and that's it. The only thing you have to do is to provide them competing offer and the product that they will be proud of reviewing. And then we have the integrations that will have a high impact on your revenue, um, but they will require a lot of work in terms of technical, marketing, and stuff. So it's really good idea to evaluate before you really get into any integration. And then I will show you the speed run. So how we integrated uh, the best integration we had so far within 28 hours. So affiliates, they are willing to earn money through their audience. So you need a compelling offer for them. We started with paying 30% recurring commission. It seems like a lot, isn't it? Like from every 100 bucks subscription, we are paying 30 bucks every month. But if you consider that not everyone is really following the affiliate links, you got a lot of press, you got a lot of reviews, but not every single person is using the affiliate link. So um, you can consider impact of affiliate marketing two times bigger than the cost it looks like. So in fact, it's 15 to 20% of revenue. So the commission gets basically lower. 
And this is how we scaled up the program. Um, compiling offer, quality product, and as you can see right now, 3,000 affiliate marketers. So we partner with 3,000 affiliate marketers. A single half-time person is managing this, uh, this whole uh, process. So uh, it's really a good ROI in here. I will show you on the chart how much money it makes. But what about the integrations, as the integrations have way bigger impact? So when the founders meet, you get like this first impression of, let's do it, we've got this uh, you know, excitement at the very beginning, but it quickly changes into more and more friction that hurts it. So then the techie meets with the other guy, and they're like, okay, how, go how are we going to do it? Are we going to create spaghetti in the code, but get it delivered quickly? Or we will do it the right way, but we will be late to the market. So the first friction shows up. Then we got this moment of uh, product managers, or like even yourself, uh, you're like, I had the plans, but now the plans has changed. And it's always like you got this new shiny object, and you feel like, okay, let's dump everything and start pursuing this new goal. So another friction with your previous plans shows up. And then on top of that, you got some billing issues. Like um, all the money should go through our company. And you are like, okay, it's not the best solution, but maybe I can, I can take it. And on top of that, you get the terms from potentially way bigger company that can force you to do something. Like, uh, I don't know, you have to take responsibility for whatever, whatever. And you are like, okay, we've done uh, so much work in this integration that uh, it's really a bad idea to, to turn it down or we will sacrifice that work and turn it down on, or we will take it on the terms that are not worth uh, going for. So it's really a struggle. But it doesn't have to be this way. There is a way to get the win-win situation uh, with SaaS partnerships if you can keep it simple. And affiliate marketing is a great help in here because you can avoid, this is actually a good tip, you can remember this one. Uh, you can um, leave behind all of these billing issues, bundling, pricing and stuff if you have the affiliate setup already done. Because instead of selling a bundle, you can let them sell your tool and you can sell their tool and the only um, connection between it is you are invoicing them for the commission, they are invoicing you for the commission, and that's it. It's super simple, and it uh, leaves behind all the hassle. And I will, of course, tell you more about the same goals of the company, the same size, the same um, way of work, but I will leave it for a little bit later. I still have quite some time. So this is us. Me, Lucian, Lucian is sitting here, uh, and we are all excited. This is the very first uh, moment when we are meeting another founder. It's the founder of, of Jasper, Dave Rogan Moser, and we are like, okay, let's do the integration. And you know what? Uh, we skipped all the evaluation process for one reason. Uh, the reason was that our customers asked us to integrate with Jasper, and Jasper customers asked them to integrate with Surfer. So we skipped the evaluation process and boom. 28, hour, uh, 28 hours later, 
uh, we've managed to introduce the integration to, to the market that was really doing great. People were really crazy about it. But if you have a ton of emails from uh, prospects or if you are trying to get some partnerships and you don't know who to mail, who to, who to contact, you need evaluation because without the evaluation, you'll most likely get a failure, and I've got a bunch of failures in the next slide. So, uh, well, we've did like 20 integrations, and only one is really doing great. That's why the evaluation is a good idea, and we will um, evaluate uh, these potential partnerships uh, in terms of how they work and what's the product. So we will try to evaluate the company, and we will try to evaluate the um, the product, and of course, uh, you can um, get this this thing, uh, the SaaS partnership checklist. It's available. I don't have the URL, but I will tell you. It's surfaceo.com slash SaaS open, and you will be able to download the PDF that consists of these questions. You don't have to take any photos. Just download their surfaceo.com slash SaaS open. So, the business, who they are and how they work. Who they are is basically about the size of the company, their audience, who do they serve. Because if you have a situation when you are much smaller than the potential partner, you will have issues with negotiation. If they are much smaller, you can basically use the position of strength in the negotiation and it's not going to work really well. And how do they work is about the legal, is about the dev team, agility, it's about the marketing. If they are really willing to uh, pick up uh, what you have to say, what you have to, what you, what you, what you have to offer, and um, if they are not agile, if they are legal heavy, while you want to do it quickly, it's not going to work. But it's not about looking for specific answers. There are no good or bad answers. It's about finding a match. So if you do the same, if you are both legal heavy, that's okay. It will work. If you are both agile kind of YOLO development, that's also fine. But if there is like a difference in any of these areas, you will be frustrated like crazy. Um, and when it, comes to, when it comes to the product, um, we've got two areas of evaluation of the product. Uh, first is the synergy. So if these products are uh, within the same process, uh, so like, for example, you've got, I don't know, email marketing process. And one part is to create the email, and the other part is to send the email. And if one company supports creation of the email and the other company supports sending of the emails, we've got the perfect synergy, and you can go for, for that potential partnership. And the other area is the cost. The cost is not only about the dev team, but it's, it is also about marketing, it's about the support, and you have to really check whether there, there won't be too much hassle in creating landing pages, in creating instructions for the support and so on, just so, so you are secured and your current customers are not hurt with this integration. And the pricing. Pricing is also really important, and it can turn down the whole integration, even though it was a perfect fit. The pricing itself can turn it down. And the most important part of this is the type of uh, the 
um, the billing model. Like if they are one-time subscription, lifetime deal, whatever, and you are SaaS, their customers are not um, ready for paying monthly. If you are 100 bucks and uh, the company starts at 20, their customers are not um, prepared to spend $100 every month on a, on, a, on a SaaS product. And even though there is a big match in all of the other questions, this itself can ruin your partnership. And I got the direct example of that behavior. So let's jump to the results because results is something that can prove I'm talking real deal or not. So I've got a few examples of the failures. I've got some key aspects of why it worked and got some revenue numbers. The first one, the first failure, I think it is also the first integration we ever did. It's a writer access, is a, is a company that um, produces content and we are an SEO tool that optimizes the content, but it turned out uh, that their founders were really talking great. They were like speakers. They convinced us it would be a good idea, and we went for it without testing. It turned out that their audience is not willing to buy server. That, well, that's simple. Uh, another one, ASCM Rush. Huge company. Maybe you've heard. Actually, ASCM Rush is one of the sponsors of this, of this conference, as Open, I think. So ASCM Rush is a huge, huge company. And we didn't have aligned goals. Like, they wanted to integrate another SEO tool while we wanted to make this integration really meaningful for our users. And they were like, okay, just check another integration. And we were on the, on the opposite side. And it turned out that the legal obstacles, that uh, the terms they offered, we had everything ready, I can tell you. The design was done, uh, the product was done, everything was ready and we had to turn it down just because the terms and the legal stuff, we, we couldn't accept it. And the last failure is the Right Sonic. Right Sonic is exactly the same tool as Jasper that is crazy good for us, but uh, we are misaligned in terms of the pricing. Uh, right Sonic is a cheap alternative while Jasper is leading in the industry. Jasper costs similar amount as Surfer while Right Sonic is a few times cheaper and, well, they bring the leads, they got the trial, and no conversion. So, well, it didn't work because of the pricing. So let's take a look again at this chart, and right now I'll explain you uh, how the skyrocket kind of moment, the second purple arrow, uh, happened. So the key factors. The key factors of the success is that when you have the same goals at the comp as the company as you partner with, if you have a simple setup, so there is no really hustle of like figuring out all the stuff besides product. The stuff besides product should be like that small, really small. And of course, competing over and interested <coughs> audience. These are another foundations of making this partnership work. Um, marketing results, ton of courses, ton of YouTube videos. People were starting to. Uh, review the whole process with combination of server and Jasper all over the YouTube and the SERP domination. This is another crazy thing uh, because uh, out of these 3,000 affiliates, every single one created Surfer SEO review, targeting keyword Surfer SEO review, which made us really dominate the SERPs with the message 
that we wanted because we, they are our affiliate. So they are talking our language. They are explaining Surfer so the users will buy it because they have commission. So every single review you will find, well, obviously will be positive. And we didn't do anything to make it happen. They did it. So the commission paid off. They, we, we, we not only didn't have to do any marketing, but it was really a, like a snowball effect. Every new review showed up like crazy. We didn't have to incentivize it at all. So partnerships, revenue. I will stand here and look by myself as well because these charts are pretty inspiring. As you can see, 3.5 million last year. It was over 30% of our revenue in total at Surfer. And it was all brought only by commissions that were tracked. So not, I'm not counting what I don't know, right? But quite significant amount of people skips these links. So 30% of revenue of Surfer generated through partnerships. So, well, it feels like it was worth it, not only from the uh, integration with Jasper, but also with the other affiliates that gave us a huge boost not only with sales, but with authority. We were like new on the market, no one knows us, and then boom, one, two, three, five, ten, hundred, five hundred influencers in the industry, people who are running courses uh, and so on, they started to talk about server. They had incentive, of course, 30% recurring commission, but who cares? It's, much, it's still much cheaper than asking them for doing a pro promotional materials. Uh, so... It's, it's definitely a good idea for any, well, any bootstrap SaaS company at the very beginning to start uh, tapping into someone else's authority, someone else's audience. You don't have the audience, you don't have the authority. They have both, audience and authority to sell to that audience. So let's summarize it. I showed you the types. You start with the affiliates, ideally, then move to something more serious like partnership integration with, with, with another product. Uh, of course, the evaluation, and I will recall the URL, it's surferseo.com slash sasopen, and you will get all of these questions. Just ask honestly. Ask yourself these questions, and you will find out, is it a good idea to, to pursue that integration, or it is better to skip and, and, and use another one? And then the results, uh, they speak for itself. So thank you. Thank you.